The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. And welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep List, your home for list making podcasts, right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, your host, and uh, this is episode two of season three. Getting the ball rolling here, and uh, I'm I'm really excited for this one today. All right, well, not only one do I get to talk to uh, uh, a family member, but I also get to talk to a something a subject that I really really enjoy. Um, but please, everybody, welcome my Uncle Jerry to the show. Uncle Jerry, how are you? I am fine. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> of course, welcome. Uh, your first time doing a podcast ever. I didn't even know what a podcast was until you explained it to me. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a little intimidating, but it's a lot of fun. Just like us having a natural conversation, except uh, like 20,000 people are going to listen to it. So, um, Okay. So is that, is that ease your nerves a little bit? Well, at least you didn't say two million. <laughs> might have been more nervous. Who knows? This could be the episode that puts me over the hump. You could never be. know. You never could know. Be. Is that your average listener base? Uh, yes. Yeah. Last, I think, well, last month was... Was because we haven't had a new episode out in a couple months. It was like nineteen. We saw people listen to old episodes, so nineteen thousand. So, okay. um, very, very, very fortunate. I thank all you, the listeners, for uh, for that support. Of course, can't do it without you. Uh, today we are going to make a very fun list. All right, there's we're, we're pinpointing uh, Star Wars. Star Wars is something like it's something that me and my uncle Jerry connected with from a very like as soon as I met you. Like that was our like that was our thing. Yeah. All right, and and. It's so cool because you were a super fan. You had a bunch of stuff. You grew up right, like right in the prime era for it as well, and you've been a big fan of it ever since. You watch all the cartoons. You just kept up on all the lore, and um, so that, we're gonna make a top ten list of what our favorite movies are. I know there's a couple spinoff movies and stuff. Uh, basically, it's more so us putting in order what we like and how we like okay. it. So, um, but first, as we do with every first time guest, uh, we gotta ask you five cool five things about yourself. Uh, just five, five, just a quick mini list. Five cool things, facts about yourself, whatever it may be. Uh, okay, well, start off. I am a super huge uh, Star Wars fan, as as you know. Yep. Um, what else? Uh, I love cars. I'm a car guy. You are. I, I have a Mustang. I know. I, I I drive past you on the way to work all the time. And uh, it's really cool. I just know it's you. You got that sweet red car. Yep. What what yep. Uh, what kind of car is it? It's a 2002 Mustang GT. <sighs> yeah. You had that since 2002, or did you end up? No, I actually found. bought it in 2012 as a gift to myself when I turned 40. Respect. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you take good care of it, man. It's pretty. Yeah. I know it's. I know it's you every time. I see you. Uh, oh, there's like a little row you just kind of sneak out of. I'm like, oh, there's Uncle Jerry. I bump, I yes. ride right past you every morning. So, all right, that's two things. Okay, and another thing that uh, I love to sing. I I don't sound good, but <laughs> when I go to parties, I sing and I love to dance. Yep. I don't care. No. I don't get embarrassed. No, and you shouldn't. You know, I always thought that was really cool because uh, you know, your daughter Gianna, my cousin, mm-hmm. you always did the dance for you. You just didn't care. Yep. It's like one of the like the coolest things you could do as a dad is just. You know, just do that sort of stuff. There's such as this macho mentality. Oh, I ain't dancing. I'm not singing and stuff like that. Yeah. And you go out there and do it. I think it's. I really admire it. I think it's the coolest thing. <laughs> well, especially when you're a girl dad. 
Yes. You know, you have to be like that more so much than, you know, than a boy dad. But uh, even though she says now, well, she's a teenager now, so she's always embarrassed. But when she was little, she loved it. No, yeah, I know she did. Yeah, she she was very proud of that. I know she's all embarrassed of all of us now, but um, <laughs> she hides from me when I see her in public and stuff. I know how that goes. Yeah. All right, that's right. three things. That's three. Oh God. Two more. What is a fun fun thing about me? Um, I I don't know. Other than the singing, the dancing, I love the Mustangs. I love Star Wars. You're a big TV show connoisseur. You like pop culture stuff. Um, I know that much. You're always talking about different TV shows. Oh yeah, yeah. I just finished up a show which was amazing. Uh, Vikings. Uh, I thought that was awesome. Um, yeah, I would say I like the the shows that you really got to think about it and it's in depth. Like I like Lost. Yes. Um, I'm a sci-fi nerd just besides Star Wars. I love the Battlestar Galactica. You know, everything when I was a kid, you know, growing up with the original Battlestar Galactica in the 70s to the remake that they had like 10 years ago. Oh, it's fantastic. Huge fan of it all. Yes. Awesome. I think we can count that as five. That works for me. That works for me. All right. So uh, as we always do here, we're going to start off at number 10. Myself and Michael Jerry are going to go back and forth and list um, our shows, or excuse me, our our picks at each number and explain why we have them where they do. So um, I'll start this one off. I'll start this one off. Uh, My number 10. So just to be clear, we're we're including the... All nine movies plus Solo and Rogue One. Rogue One, and even if you wanted to do the, uh, the holiday special. <laughs> well, that will really, uh, we'll just say major motion <laughs> yes, pictures. We'll, we'll do major ones, the okay. major ones. Okay. All right, so uh, so my number 10. Which would be your least favorite. Least favorite. Okay. Well, actually, t- well, on, as far as this list, as far as overall goes, um, it's not my least favorite. My least favorite is Last Jedi, Episode 8. But for the sake of this list, it'll be Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Number 10. All right, uh, I I feel like if Episode Eight didn't stink as bad as it did, that I might appreciate Number ten, uh, Number Nine more. Um, it wasn't like it was just it was so weird. I, the The new trilogy really bothered me, right to the point where I felt like they didn't have a whole lot of direction going for it, and uh, and I don't know. There were some cool moments with Rise of Skywalker and with with the interaction with Ray and Kylo Ren, and then some some other callbacks and stuff. Um, finally seeing like Ray Finn and and Poe together with Chewbacca and all that it, that was a really nice thing to see, but uh, I, I still felt like it was just all over the place. I I, I really did. But of the, yeah. it was definitely like I said, Last Jedi. I can go on a two hour rant about how much I disliked that movie. Rise of Skywalker. I feel like if it was either standalone or the 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 movie before it was a little bit better. The the one thing that did drive me nuts, I did not like when Ray said I'm a I'm Ray Skywalker at the end. Not a fan. <laughs> I, I <laughs> not a fan. I totally agree. <laughs> I, I mean, I have to say that for myself in general, being my age and growing up, I, I saw the original Star Wars movie yeah. when I was five years old. Yeah. So I'm ingrained in the original trilogy and all that. So generally, the sequel trilogy, those three movies are my least favorite. Period. <laughs> and 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 I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why because I never really gained any emotional connection with Ray, like those three characters, Poe, yeah. Ray, Finn. Um, no emotional connection for me. Maybe right. kids would have that saw the movie because they don't really know. I don't know, but right, right. Uh, that was my biggest uh, 
beef. I wholeheartedly uh, heartily agree. I mean, when I'm let's say you're watching television and a Star Wars movie comes on, if it's a if it's a new Star Wars movie, I don't even really care to like, right. rewatch it. But if it's one of the other ones, I'll actually sit there and and rewatch it. Agreed. So, um, to answer your question, so number ten. I would say would be the Last Jedi. I was, you gotta put ten, Last Jedi. Okay, Last Jedi. Um, I did not like the Last Jedi at all. I didn't like that they killed off Snoke um, and Luke. Oh yes, yeah, spo- spoiler alert! It's been a couple years, but oh, you know. should I not say that? <laughs> no, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> I mean, no, you're fine. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. You know. That would be like killing off Palpatine in Empire Strikes Back. Right. When they, that's when they actually just introduced him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, and the thing is, they, I guess when Disney bought uh, Luke, you know, Star Lucas Wars film, from Lucasfilm, yeah. um, they did not even follow George Lucas's treatment that he gave to them right. to follow the sequel trilogy. Yeah. They did their own thing. And they never really had a vision. They hired three different directors, and they didn't. I don't think they got together. No, clearly not. And they kind of won it after each movie. <laughs> then they had to save it with, um, what's his name, the director for the last movie. Is Abrams? They brought him. Yeah, J.J. Abrams yeah, they brought him back. They, to they try brought and save him back it. to try to save it, and it was just a mess. Yeah, it was uh, very disappointing. Yeah. So anyway, Last Jedi was my yeah. least favorite because I actually liked. Somewhat liked the Force Awakens. Yes, and then I was very disappointed with Last Jedi, and I felt that the Fort or the uh, Rise of Skywalker, they just tried to throw it together to save it. Oh, I agree. and I could see that. I agree. Yeah, it was like really Palpatine. You didn't have him all along. I was right. He was not yeah. in your mind. He was not Terrible. in your mindset the whole time. But yeah, the Last Jedi. That was the first time I ever walked out of a movie theater. And I was like, ooh, this movie sucks. <laughs> You and me, we looked at each other. We saw it together. We saw it together. It was a day after, I think it was the day after Christmas or whatever, the weekend after Christmas. Yeah. I skipped a day of work to go see because I was so excited. And then we I left and I'm just like, no, this did nothing for me. Yeah. This, I almost felt bad that I missed work, but I didn't at the same time. Um, so number your number 10 is uh, Last Jedi. Yes. I wholeheartedly agree with that one. It's, it, that one's it's bad. It's bad. I know you watched it a couple other times too afterwards and you said it, it redeemed itself a little bit. Yes. I I did watch it again a few times, and you know it, it was kind of better the more I watched it. Yeah. But again, as I said before, no emotional connection with these characters for me. Kylo Ren was the only one I had an attachment to. I mean, Kylo Ren know, was the best. I think the best written one. Yeah. Throughout the whole the whole saga. I mean, you're younger than me, obviously. Yeah. And and did you feel the same way, or did you oh, get yeah. an emotional connection? I, it, nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, nothing at all. Like, it's not like the sky, like like Luke, Han, and Leia. Right. You know what I mean? Like but, no, right. The, you, there was no point where I'm like, oh man, I need I, like a, you know, I, I still collect figures and stuff. I'm like, man, I need a Ray figure. Like I need one. Like I, there was not one point where I was like that Finn. Like there's just these one name people that like I, I don't know. There's just yeah, you're right. I think the best way to put it mm-hmm. is there was no there was no emotional investment. It was just too storytelling was terrible, absolutely terrible. So I wholeheartedly agree with your number ten. Um, all right, number nine. I'm going to go uh, the solo movie. I'm going to put the solo movie here. Uh, I didn't see this movie until probably two years after it came out because I was so pissed at episode eight. I think I watched it on Netflix. This is this is pre Disney Plus, and I watched it on Netflix, and it was all right. It was okay. The story was interesting. It was cool. You got to see the Han Solo Lando connection. Yep. The early relationship with Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and the the mid was it the mid or post credit scene where Darth Maul came out. Like I was like, oh wow, that's cool. So they're actually acknowledging you know the the cartoons and stuff. He still exists here, yes. which is an important thing for me. But um, and I mean Woody Harrelson's in it. But there's a lot of just a lot. There's again in that movie, I think there's a lot of forgettable characters. But uh, it was just cool. It was cool to see a a uh, little bit younger Han Solo, kind of see where his humble beginnings were from. And I actually thought that actor didn't do a bad job. I thought he th- I thought he did pretty well too. It's hard. It's yeah. hard for me to be like you know to to go and look at a you know here I've had Harrison Ford all my life and then I got to go to this guy, which I don't even remember his name, but you know it's it, I think it was, it one was the- Adrian uh, Eldritch or something. Okay, his last name Eldridge. Aaron Eldritch or something like that. Okay, let me see. I can find it and solo actors, but it, it was it was difficult for me. But I mean, Harrison, yeah, Aiden, 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 Aiden Eldrich, and and Reich, and Reich. Okay, I was N- close. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was like I said, it, it was an interesting story. Um, a lot of deception, but you got to see a lot of like there was a lot of cool like I guess forward references to the the, the original mm-hmm. trilogy. Which I actually I, which I loved. Make what they did with the Millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah. What it used to look like when when, when uh, Lando kind of, you know, made it really it sleek. Out. Yes, yeah. yes. I didn't know if I could say that, but he, he kind of <laughs> pimped it out, and it was really sleek and really cool. Yeah. I really, and then when, he, when they went to, and they did the Kessel Run, uh, it got all messed up and destroyed. <laughs> so that, that was pretty cool. So right. I really enjoyed that movie. I'm surprised that you're number nine. Yeah, it was just... Eh. It was a it was a hard one. I'm such a sucker for the lightsabers and stuff. Oh, so you the, wanted Jedi's in the? I yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Jedi, the Jedi okay. stuff. There's, there's one movie that cracks like right in the middle for me that has no Jedi, but, um, but it, like it it depends. Like Mando going on right now, Mando, uh, Bad Batch, no lightsabers. It's really it's just it, the storytelling is very very deep, mm-hmm. and I can appreciate they, they they there's nods and references to just about every little. Aspect of Star Wars lore, and I can appreciate that. Where Solo, um, you know, there was some, like I said, there's some references to later Han Solo, stuff you hear from Han Solo in the original trilogy, um, but it was kind of like a standalone film in that way where it it didn't affect, it didn't really affect the Star Wars, you know, the the Star Mm -hmm. Wars main timeline, so... But um, but yeah. So uh, Solo is my number nine. What do you got at number nine? Okay. Uh, again, my least favorite movies are the sequel trilogy. So I'm gonna go with um, the Rise of Skywalker. Gonna put Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I, okay. I I thought that they just, you know, they tried to save it. There was some okay parts in it, but I was really hyped up for a better ending. It might even been better if they would have split it into two movies or something. Right. Give it just a little bit more storytelling. Give it right. more storytelling. So yeah, I just I just. Not a fan. I don't know if it's my age. I just I like the original stuff. Yeah, you know. No, I I, I, I and all the TV shows now. You yes. know, like Clone Wars, Bad Batch, The Mandalorian. It's all in the timeline prior to, um, you know, these new movies. Right. And I really enjoy them. Yeah. I wish they would have just maybe stuck with that, but it's yeah, it, it's hard because you got to gravitate towards new characters, right? I know, and it, that, that's the hardest part of these new trilogies, especially when they're yeah. killing off all the all the you know the, all the originals that people have been wanting to see for years, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, welcome back, Harrison Ford. You're dead, Luke Skywalker. Oh, we, you guys been wi- wanting to see him in a cool light- lightsaber fight? Nah, he's dead. Uh, Leia. Unfortunately, actually died production, right. and like Lando was the one to survive. They did not do one single scene with all the originals together. Like yeah. that would have been 
What a missed opportunity. I know. I don't know how they didn't see that. When the average fan sees it, but the multimillionaires in the boardroom, well, maybe they weren't good enough Star Wars fans. Uh, I, I guess not. Yes. I guess not. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> all right. So that's your number nine. We're yes. moving on to number eight. And my number eight, I'm going to put the Phantom Menace in here. I'm going to put really? the Phantom Menace in here. Uh, I don't, uh, obviously, I think once I get to this point, this is where I don't, like, I don't hate any of these movies. Um, but, yeah, Phantom Menace, looking back, uh, it was a good setup movie for everything. Uh, you know, obviously, you get you acquire, you get Anakin Skywalker from Tatooine, you get Palpatine rising to Supreme Chance, or this and that. But some of the, the storyline stuff, I was just like, uh, you know, it, looking back, like I mean, that was my first like new Star Wars movie experience in '99 when that came out. Right. That was my first one. I know a lot of people didn't dislike it, but uh, I mean, the, the lightsaber battle at the end, phenomenal. One of my favorite ones, probably top two, mm-hmm. probably top two or three in all of Star Wars lore, like including the cartoons and everything else. Excuse me, it's really good. Um, but yeah, Phantom Menace, uh, pretty cool. Just a lot of. A lot of setup stuff, um, you know. It was I really like Qui Gon. They killed him off. I understood why. I understood why they did. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just. I mean, it was a big setup movie. It was a big setup movie. Essentially, it, it had a, it had to set the pace for the entire prequel trilogy. You know what they were going with, and and it, it took. I think it took some hits in that regard. So, but my number eight, Phantom Menace. Okay, I actually loved the Phantom Menace, but. We'll talk about that when I write Phantom Menace. Absolutely. So my next movie, which would be, we're at number eight now? Number eight, yep. I would say for me, it would be the Solo movie. You're going to put Solo here? I'm okay. going to put Solo here. Okay. What puts it here um, for you? Um, I, I enjoyed it. it. It was good. Um, I don't really have a specific reason. I guess I just like the other movies that uh, much better. better. I mean, but it had good, good, good stuff to it. Yeah. So. Okay. All right, very good. Moving on to number seven. This is where I'm going to put Force Awakens. Okay. So Force Awakens. Uh, I thought I was done seeing new Star Wars movies when Force Awakens, <clears throat> the first trailer, dropped mm-hmm. for it. And I didn't know how it was going to look, how it was going to come out. But I, I remember leaving the movie theater after watching that for the first time with like a lot of optimism for the sequel trilogy. Right, a lot of optimism. There's a cool, the the cool. I mean, it wasn't a huge lightsaber fight, but the cool little lightsaber fight between Kylo and Rey, the first of many. Um, it was just, I, I know everybody was like, oh, it's just a ripoff of Episode Four, and I guess in a weird way, it kind of is. But I, I felt like it, 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 it created its own ideas, right? And I, I felt like it did a good job of kind of having its own identity. Where it was like mass, like I had to really think about it to be like, oh, this is this is kind of like Episode Four, uh, to some extent. But honestly, I thought it was really well done. Like I said, a lot of excitement for the characters starting off. I thought this is you know thought this is the best roles for both you know best movies for both Finn and Poe. As as far as their characters go, you know, Finn essentially became like a nothing character after Poe and the, I guess Poe Dameron I guess in the same light. But um, yeah, they were very underutilized, both of them. Actually, terribly, terribly underutilized. And they spent too much time on Ray, and they hyped her up, and she's just a character I just didn't like. Right? No, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just got excited to watch Kylo just be Kylo. I think that was the big thing. 
You know, you see the mask. He takes off his mask. And you're like, ooh, a little bit. But I still liked Adam, you know, what Adam Driver brought to the role. I thought he did a good job. I thought so, too. He did. I thought so, too. I, I got really excited when he hit, he had the Darth he had Darth Vader's mask mm-hmm. in his room. There's just a lot of cool... Uh, just a lot of cool references to, like I like I said, the 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 early the, the references to the movies that I actually really enjoy. So I thought I thought they did a pretty good job in that regard. Didn't yes. like them killing off Han Solo. I under- again, I understood why. Yeah, but and he wanted to be killed. He actually wanted to be killed off when he made Return of the Jedi. Yes. Yes. Um, so he said he would come back and do Force Awakens as long as he was definitely killed Dead. this time. <laughs> but then he showed up in the Rise of Skywalker in one scene. Yeah, as a, little, his, as a Force ghost for some reason. Whatever he was, yeah. <laughs> so that is my number seven. Yes. Uh, my number seven is also Force Awakens. Okay. And interesting, you talk about, like, I was ready to sell, start to sell all my Star Wars stuff. You know, I'm thinking, okay, Star Wars is done. They're never going to make anything else. Right. And in 2012, I think, is when Lucas sold uh, Star Wars to um, Disney. Yes. And, yeah, it was like $4 yeah. billion or something. It was a crazy It was amount. $4 billion. Yeah. And uh, I was ready to sell everything. And when I got the news they were making the new movies, I was so excited. I'm like, oh, no, can't sell it now. <laughs> it's going to be worth even more money. Yeah. Right? So, but yes, I really liked The Force Awakens. Um well, I disliked Luke was only in it for 30 seconds at the very end. Yeah. That would be my one negative. But I was really excited t- to start learning the new characters. Uh, I actually liked Ray in this one. Right. She was just discovering herself. She opened up that chest and, and touched Skywalker's lightsaber. And oh, yeah. Had those flashing scenes. Um as far as the sequel trilogy, that's the only one I really liked. I liked the mystery of, of the Snoke character. Yes, they copied a lot of Episode Four, like you already mentioned. Yeah, but that was the only one of the movies I liked. I wholeheartedly agree. I think it holds. I think it holds its own. I, I, I do. I remember. I just remember feeling like excited about. It. Like I yeah. couldn't wait for more. Like Force Awakens was the last. Like I mean, I know we already live in a digital age now, but that was. I, I told my parents not to buy me Last Jedi. <laughs> I asked them for Force Awakens. Oh, <laughs> I asked them for the Force Awakens DVD. Yes, the last uh, Star Wars DVD I have is Force Awakens. So yes. perfect. Yep, Uncle Angelo uh, got that for me. Did he? Yep. It, it was. I mean, it, it was good. I, like I said, I, it's been a little while since I watched it. I, I definitely rewatch it again. I, I, I enjoyed it. Now that one, I don't mind rewatching. Right. It just doesn't upset me. No, it doesn't I make enjoy you mad. it. Right. You just like wow. There's so much stuff, man. There's gonna. This is gonna be a cool trilogy. Yes. So young and stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on to number six, the last of the back half. Here is where I'm going to put Attack of the Clones. Okay. Uh, I was excited to see a little bit older Anakin. Like it, Anakin, like we, we almost did a character episode today. Just, I mean, Anakin, Darth Vader. I know it's it's a very mainstream and easy answer to do, but his whole dilemma, his whole rise and fall to Darth Vader, is like one of my favorite backstories to look at. It's it's such a it's. There's so many factors where you actually feel he, he becomes almost a sympathetic character in a way, um, but now this is we get to see a little older Anakin, right? You, you've we've seen Luke and it is an adult with the lightsaber. We've seen Obi Wan, Qui Gon, all these characters with the lightsaber. Now we get to see uh, Darth Vader before you know it well into his Jedi journey mm-hmm. at the time and, and kind of being like that and the you know the the early makings of. Uh, you know, well, his marriage, then obviously Luke and Leia and all the mm-hmm. stuff. But uh, I like the, I, 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 yeah, I like to attack the clones a lot. The the whole Jedi battle on Geonosis was really cool because uh, you really got to see everybody, right? You get to see 
You know, we, Samuel Jackson on the Jedi Council. When's he get? Is he going to do something as Mace mm-hmm. Windu in this trilogy? Well, he starts off with that. Boba Fett's dad, uh, and then like Christopher Lee as Count Dooku. Like I was like, I didn't know, know how I'd feel about it, but it, it's actually really he did a really good job with it um, for as little as he was given. Mm-hmm. I, that Count Dooku was it was a very compelling character. Um, and then all the extended universe stuff, right? You get well the Clone War, like the Clone Wars cartoon, and all the books and stuff that I like to read up on the comics. They actually, I, they actually help like make that even more intriguing for me. Like that era, I don't know if you get like that too, but I'll read a comic book and and like, wow, okay, this makes this makes this part in the movie make even more sense or maybe even more exciting. Like I know, um, uh, like they didn't tell you in the movies, but in 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 canon. Count Dooku had the Tusken Raiders capture Anakin's mom at, at the request of Palpatine oh, okay. to get him to turn to the dark start, start his little turn to the dark side. So, and there's a whole little thing about Count Dooku. It's 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 really incredible. But um, love the uh, lightsaber fight at the end, and then we got to see Yoda with a lightsaber. Yes, you know, and that yes. was I remember laughing in the movie theater. I was like, this is, is this real life right now? He's he's jumping around. I'm not like laughing throughout the whole thing, but I'm just like, mm-hmm. holy shit! <laughs> he's bouncing <laughs> around and stuff. I was like, well, this is pretty oh. cool. So. So, yeah, number six, Attack of the Clones. Okay, the Attack of the Clones is also my number six. All right. Um, I'll tell you what I liked about Attack of the Clones. Um, a lot of things you said. I really enjoyed the Yoda fight. <laughs> when he pulled out that lightsaber and took off his, I mean, I, I got goosebumps watching that movie. And I mean, I'm a 30-year-old man yeah. watching this movie, and it was like, I got to see Yoda fight. It was great. Um, I liked uh, Django Fett yes. in it, the, you know, and the whole... Boba Fett thing and how he was a clone or he wasn't a clone. He was, uh, you know, he wanted, he didn't want to be enhanced with the age thing. Right. He was perfect reproduction. Perfect reproduction. I like that. Talk about job security, huh? That dude who, that Tamira Morrison or whoever who played him has yeah. been like, inv- he's playing Boba Fett now and yeah. in, in Mando. It's like, well, who would have thunk that little, I mean, it wasn't a huge role for him. It was, I mean, there's a major aspect of the movie, but it's stretched out to all this. He's voicing yes. clone trooper, all this stuff. It's crazy cool. One of my favorite uh, video games was for the PS2 was the Django Fett game. Um, I don't know if you ever even played that game, but I, it was really I good. Might, I think I, I think I have it on there. Yep. So it, it, on the PS4. Yep. Now, what did I dislike about it? Yes, let's hear it. The whole lovey-dovey stuff <laughs> with Anakin and Padme was too far, too much, and that was boring me. To it be bored you? With you? It did yeah. bore me. Okay. Yeah, some of the dialogue it wasn't that wasn't George Lucas's uh best dialogue. No, he's no, no. he's not a romantic dialogue person. No, he should have had some help with that. <laughs> but um another interesting thing about that movie, actually, if you don't mind me sidetracking. No, please do. Please I, do. Okay, so we actually my wife and I, your aunt, we we I won tickets from Kiss ninety eight point five to see that movie oh, so one cool. day before it came out. Oh really? Yeah, you probably don't know any of this. So no, I don't. Right. So we were at the theater, and before the movie started, um, one of the Kiss executives, whatever, uh, came up front, and he was like getting, getting everybody cheered on and excited. And he goes, "Okay, so we're gonna have a contest, and you're gonna win this amazing prize." So the contest was the best Wookie call. Okay. So of course he asked for volunteers, right? So everybody's raising their hands. Yeah. So of course, you know me, right? I raised my hand. So lo and behold, I got picked as one of the contestants. Yeah. So I came up front. Now, the funny part about this story is I'm a 30-year-old man, and there's all these little kids. <laughs> like, you know, 
there were like, you know, seven, eight, ten, twelve, and me. Okay, so everybody had their shot to do the Wookie call. Yeah, and then it was all when it was over. He would put his hand over each person, and depending on how loud the crowd was, you know, they were the winner. Right. So um, when he got to me, they put the hand over my head, and the place went bananas. Oh. Because I had the best Wookiee call. Yeah. And, I mean, I was competing against 10-year-olds. But, <laughs> I mean, and I was super excited because he kept saying, you're going to win a great prize. I- I'm thinking it's some kind of, you know, signed yeah. poster right. or some Star Wars thing, right? Take a guess what it was. Take a wild guess. I'll give you a hint. It was nothing to do with Star Wars. That's I was very disappointed. Are you serious? I'm dead okay, serious. Okay, then I'm, I'm lost then. Okay. I was going to be like, oh, it's like a toy lightsaber nope, or something. No, let me tell you what it was. It was a lousy Kiss 98.5 t-shirt. <laughs> I'm like, I did all that for a Kiss 98.5 t-shirt. And then the funny part was, another funny part was, Aunt Joanne was, you know, sitting in the in the crowd, and there were these these older guys that were sitting near us. And when I won, I think they leaned over and said to her, you must be really proud. <laughs> <laughs> So you probably never heard that story. No, it's this brand new to me. Yep, that's yep, awesome. That is true. That's, I'm so glad we did this today. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I'm sure you're sitting there like you getting here. You're hearing about like oh, you, you come do a Wookie call and you're like oh man, this is my moment. It's my time. This, to I've been this, waiting since 1977. Uh, to I've do been this. waiting, <laughs> and I'm thinking it's going to be a great price. Yeah, nope, a Kiss T-shirt. So I was really bummed. And just to, just to, just to, for the listeners who are listening nationally, internationally. It's not the band Kiss. It is no. That's just the name oh, of our I'm local sorry. radio yes. station. No, you did kind of explain that. I did. Yeah, it's a local it, it, radio. Yeah, station. it's our local radio station, Kiss ninety eight point five. I'd be happy if it was a Kiss T shirt. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. from the band. Heck yeah. So yeah. that's awesome. I'm I'm so glad I heard that story. <laughs> so glad. Yeah. All right. We're moving on to the top half now. Number five. This is where I'm going to put Rogue One. Okay. All right. Put Rogue One. This is the one that I was like, okay. Um, Really, really good job. Didn't need lightsabers, even though there was the lightsaber part with Darth Vader, which is really cool. Uh, they did a good job of making me care about characters who I knew were never going to be seen in another Star Wars property again. <laughs> Except the, the one, I think the one's getting a, a spinoff show, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure why. Yeah. I don't think it's necessary. No. I think it was a fantastic standalone. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And it was a complete story, and that was it. I don't know why they're... Maybe... I don't know. Maybe they're trying to attract maybe the Latino crowd, right. or possibly, and that's fine. Yeah, um, he wasn't a bad character, you know. But I just didn't think it was maybe necessary. But I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I mean, you're not the only one who, who thought. It. I mean, I'm sure they're going to make it interesting. But um, it, it, when they announced it, we're like, that was probably like the one I wasn't like I didn't care for because you know he, he's going to die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's and, die. <laughs> and he he had a good part yeah. in Rogue One. Yeah, he had a great part. So I'm not really sure why, but anyway. Right. Yeah, I think that was the first. I think that might have been. Was that the first one? That was the first one we all went as a family to go see. Uh, that was um, the first. That was the first one. We, we did didn't co- see Force Awakens together. No, no, we were split up for that one. But we did. We, this. I think this is the first one we all went to go see together. Do you remember you were excited for the big, the big crawl, and you're like, it didn't, co- it didn't happen. The big uh, letter crawl at the beginning of the movie it yeah. didn't happen. Yes. Um. But yeah, I, I, they did a good job making me care about characters that weren't, you know, just kind of got to die off. Um, it was fun, and I mean, it, I liked 
at that time, I really liked the CGI rendered faces of Tarkin and Leia. Oh yeah, that it, was. I thought that was great. I thought it was. I mean, that was revolutionary at the time. Yeah, and more uh, Tarkin though. More so Tarkin. He right. looked better, I think, than they did Leia. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah, they did a good job with Tarkin, and. You know, we got to see a little bit of Darth Vader, right? The, oh, the, with that him was and Director Krennic, and great. you know, you got to see him in the in the tube. He was recovering on his castle on Mustafar, which this is all news. You know, this is all new stuff for me. But yeah, they did. They did a, It was it was fun because it led right directly into A New Hope. Like minutes, literally minutes in their in their timeline was after this movie and was A New Hope, and it was really cool that they did it that way. So, uh, Rogue One, my number five. Okay, my number five would be the Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace, sure. Okay. Yes, um, I I enjoyed it. Again, I was. It was 1999. It was what 15 years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Again, I never thought I'd see another Star Wars movie, and then when that was coming out, when I they were going to do the prequels, and you get to get to see, you know, I had no idea what to expect. I I, I literally back then I was watching TV and I had my my VHS. And they were going to show the new trailer, so I had a blank tape in there, and I pushed, you know, record, yeah. and I recorded <laughs> that two-minute trailer on a VHS tape. I must have watched it about three hundred times. I believe it. Literally, I'm the same kind of three hundred times when they had VHS tapes and you know VCRs. Yeah, and I was super, super excited for it. Then when I saw it, I still enjoyed it. Um, wasn't a big fan of the Jar Jar character, no. but but again, over time. I, you know, I thought that guy got a bad rep. I guess it hurt his acting career. Oh, it killed him. Yeah. But, um, I mean, for what it was, he did a good job. That was good. Um, I love the Darth Maul character. Um, I was really excited about seeing him. And, obviously, that lightsaber fight at the end Yeah. with the dual lightsaber. Uh, I was, was going to say, what, do you remember your reaction, like, when you seen that he had a double lightsaber? Because I don't remember if that was in the trailer. But when it happened when you're in the movie theater, you're like, oh. <laughs> He's got a two-sided uh, lightsaber. I That's... think the trailer only included the scene when they were on Tatooine. Tatooine. Right. And he was fighting uh, Qui-Gon. Yes. I don't believe they showed that part. I, I that's yeah. I, I was like I that, that blew my mind. I was like, "Oh, this is this is pretty serious." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cuz I mean, obviously that they were just, you know, they were so simple in the original trilogy. And this was like mm-hmm. the first like break into like very obscure type lightsabers. So, yeah, yeah. that was pretty one more thing too, yeah. uh, Yoda as a puppet. Originally, he was a puppet in that movie. Yeah, uh, they they tried to make him look younger, but it was really only like thirty years. Yes. they should have just stuck with the original puppet and maybe had a little bit of darkening of his hair, yeah. slightly clean up the clothes a little bit, and, and you know, cleaner clothes. The the puppet was terrible. Yeah, I'm actually glad in the recuts in, in the newer versions they. Yeah. They added more, and they made him CGI. Yeah. Even though I'm not a fan of the CGI of Yoda, because, I, I mean, the puppet was a masterful performance yes. back in the 80s. Um, I'm not sure who – was that Jim Henson that did it? No, it wasn't Jim Henson. It was uh, – anyway, but – I know Frank Oz was the voice. Frank Oz. Did he puppeteered it, too? Frank Oz I didn't know did if – Thank okay. you. Okay. Yes. Uh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that better. But anyway. So episode one at five. I like that. I yep. like that a bunch. I remember the, the toys, man. It, you know, I, I was, I mean, that's, I was eight years old when that movie came out. Eight, seven or eight years old. And the toys, they were mm-hmm. so, like, I was just excited for the toys, right? They had these little, uh, these com tech things where uh, you buy certain ones, they come with a yep. chip, and if you swipe it over it, they would, it would say in very, very, very 
poorly uh, audio quality, but it would say lines from the movie. Yeah, and that was a really revolutionary thing. The the toys were just were, were awesome. Yeah, the only one I actually bought was uh, Darth Maul. Okay. Yeah, I had a few. Darth and there was Balls. two versions. There was a version when he had the cloak on. Yep. And there was another version. I ended up finding both, but that was the only those the only toys I ever actually bought. Okay. Um, from there. Yeah, I, that was that, that little toy blitz was pretty cool. It was pretty neat. All right, as number five, we're going to number four. Yeah, I, I didn't even think this about this tough. until just now. I didn't even write this down. Right, I have it written down, and I'm not sure if I want to say it <laughs> the way it is. I'm thinking about. I think I'm gonna change. Uh, nope. All right, I'm gonna look at it this way. Uh, my number four. I'm gonna put a new hope here. Ooh. Right, I know that's that hurts your soul a little bit. Yeah, because we'll, we'll, when we get to the original trilogy, we can, yes. we can get into that yes. for sure. No, I, I'm excited to hear what you think. Um, a new hope for me. Oh, I mean, if you look at it just from a pure film standpoint, it's amazing. It is a timeless classic, no doubt about it. Um, from Star Wars lore, uh, it's really cool to see how much it spawned the movie that being that successful did. Um, how much it spawned. Uh, you know, it took obviously it was just very good storytelling. The intro is a little long for me. Some of the stuff with the with C three PO and R two D two on Tatooine and building up to it, um, I'm not sure exactly the the time spot where they like things start getting a little interesting. But the intro is a little long for me, a little long for me personally. Um, but overall, it's a classic. It's really cool. I still get the, um, you know, I still like even though it's very simplistic. I still love watching the Obi Wan Darth Vader fight. Love the remastered version that somebody put forth and did. I think you've seen it. Well, there's actually yeah. a few. They, oh, there's a few. Well, they remastered it in 1997. Okay. Where they added some terrible CGI, especially <laughs> Jabba the Hutt. Yes, yes, um, yes. That yes. was horrible. And then they remastered it again in 2004 for the Blu-ray. Yes. And then I think they remastered it again after that. Right. Well, somebody did that YouTube one. Do you ever see that YouTube one? I like, saw I saw this YouTube somebody on YouTube. Re, that's that's re, what I was talking redid, about. Oh, yeah, never made it to the movies. Oh, redid the Obi Wan and Darth Vader fight. It's good. They really killed it. They now, did a very that, good job. Now they had no way of doing that back in nineteen. No, absolutely not. But that was great. Yes, it was really cool to see that. Yes. But um, but yeah, time, I mean, it's a timeless classic. It sets up. Uh, I mean, so much. It sets up the lore for the prequel trilogy. It sets up the lore for the rest of the original trilogy, mm-hmm. and and so much more. So, but yeah, four four is where I'm going to put uh, a new hope. Okay, so uh, four for number me would be Rogue One. Four is Rogue One. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, you know, the original trilogy for me is the top three. Okay. So Rogue One again. Uh, I I thought that was a great standalone movie. I thought it filled the gap uh, very nicely. With you know the with the Death Star and a Krennic and just the whole storyline, I thought it was really good. It, it showed you they can make a Star Wars movie without Jedi. I know you mentioned yes. you like the Jedi part, and so do I, obviously. Yeah. But it, it held its own, you know. And I thought it was great. I was like, if this is what the standalone movies are going to be like, there's something here. Yes, you know they're 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 going to do the right thing, you know, because they had a plan. Well, they did the solo movie. They had a Boba Fett movie planned, but obviously that never happened. Right. They did the Mandalorian, which is amazing. Yes. And now they're doing the book of Boba Fett, which looks like it's going to be killer. Yeah. So that was the one thing it needed. Like Star Wars, like it was, at least in this day and age, when we're all so just hungry for content, right? We all just Mm -hmm. want something. 
Back in those original trilogy days, it was every three years. Prequel trilogy, every three years you get a movie. Right. Now it's like, okay, we're going to fill a gap here. So the, the, the new trilogy, sequel trilogy, was every two years, but in between they would release the, the, the single movies, right? right. The fir- first one was Force Awakens, second one was Solo, and, uh, and so on and so forth. But, um, but, but it, it just gave us more to cling to. It, it just mm-hmm. kept, you, it kept you hooked. Three years is way too long. Like I can't. It's hard for. I'm like, really? I waited three years in between these films. Like, it's crazy. Marvel yeah. does a very good job. Yeah, sure. The the Avengers movies may, maybe three years apart, but there's filler content in between to keep oh, you yeah. keep you wanting more, keep your right, interest right. rate up. Right. So, um, but yeah, I, 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 I Rogue One is so good, but, so so good. And then the uh, Darth Vader hallway scene, he just just tore him up, and yep. that was like killer goosebump scene there. That was great. We weren't. Ex- nobody was expecting that. I scene. had no idea that was going to happen. No and, idea. And uh, it was great. <laughs> I mean, I heard rumblings. It was supposed to be a scene with Vader and Rebel soldiers. Yeah. But in the modern day, with the internet, you got to be real careful because you can ruin everything. When I saw the original movies, you were chomping at the bit because yes. there was nothing. That and the and the trailers back then too did not give away as much as they do now. Trailers did not give away, whereas now the trailer shows all the good stuff generally. Right? Yeah, you have a you have a light idea of of what you're what to mm-hmm. expect when you go see a movie now. So, all right, very good for number four. You got Rogue One. Yes. All right, here we go. Top three. I am going to put Revenge of the Sith at number three. All right. I'm I'm stuck between it being two or three for me. I think Revenge of the Sith gets a um, a bad rap sometimes. It, I, I don't get why people didn't like Hayden Christensen's performance. I thought he did fine. I thought he he played. If you look into the psyche of Anakin, you know a a kid who's you know all this promise, right? You're going to be this. You're going to be great. You're the chosen one. You're this and that. I'd be pretty whiny and pissed too, <laughs> you know. And I think that was a lot of the, the, they're like, "Oh, Anakin's too whiny." Well, yeah. Look at look at what the the you know he's had his head filled with all this. You're going to be the greatest Jedi ever. This and that and this. And what's that? Oh, your the Jedi Council doesn't trust you and this and that. So I it it, it made we all knew the turn was coming, but how did it happen? And I think that's why Revenge of the Sith is so special. You know, this was the penultimate movie for my generation of Star Wars uh, viewers. 2005, I believe this came out. And, you know, they went out with a bang. They started off with that really cool, like, one-shot scene of them following the the uh, the Jedi Starfighters when they're up mm-hmm. in space. It was just action, just nonstop action with just the right amount of story in between. And personally, for me, that Anakin versus Obi-Wan fight is, like, one of the greatest story-told fights of all time. It it put so much energy into it. There's a lot of emotion, uh, and the action was just good. It was really good. It was probably the the cleanest lightsaber battle that we had seen Mm -hmm. um, from a a rehearsal, from a coordination standpoint, and I, I I still get the chills like watching it. Like I'll I'll sit here probably when you leave I'll sit here and rewatch the fight. I'll just rewatch the entire thing top to bottom. And I just get the chills watching it. I just I because yeah it was just a cool 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 movie cool spot at a at a uh, at a weird point in my life. So um so yeah episode three at number three. That's okay. what I got. I feel like it's too bad this is a top ten because it really could be eleven. Yeah. Because we'll be missing a movie. So. I will say for me, number three would be. I'm going to say a tie, just so I don't 
Perfect. just include a movie. Perfect. I respect it. It would be uh, Return of the Jedi and Revenge of the Th- a Sith. Okay. I thought those two movies closed out those specific trilogies uh, very well. Very good. Um, if I... Excuse me. Oh, <laughs> I, we get trains over here sometimes. I thought a train was coming by. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so we'll start with uh, Revenge of the Sith. Um, that was that was very good movie. Uh, I liked his transition to uh, Darth Vader. Uh, I thought that was done well. The emotional fight between him and Obi Wan. You finally got to see what happened there, right? You know, and you know it was like his brother, and he loved him, and it was that was. You know, Obi-Wan was just, just brutalized by that. He felt he failed. It, I thought they did a great job. Yes, I now, agree. With Return of the Jedi, I thought that was I thought that was a great close to trilogy. I love Jabba the Hutt. That was funny. I hated how Boba Fett got killed off. Well, he wasn't killed, yeah. but we thought he was killed, killed in, in the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> um, but I thought that movie was good with Luke at the end and then Darth Vader, you know, actually Coming re- back to re- returning to the light. Uh, that was great. So, real quick, another side story. Yes. So, in the early 80s, I was actually a member of the Star Wars fan club. Okay. I had to beg my parents, because I was 5, 8, and 11 okay. when those movies came out, to get me a membership to this. And every three months, they would send you a newsletter with specific content and all this, and then, like, a little special thing. Now, I have all those. You do still have them? I, they're in the basement buried somewhere in boxes. But you have them. Uh, That's cool. Okay. So one of the things they gave you was like a sew-on patch. It was Darth Vader's face, but it said Revenge of the Jedi because that was what the original title was going to be. That's right, yeah. And the newsletter, one of the newsletters I got, it specifies it all as Revenge of the Jedi, not Return of the Jedi. And I see how, you know, George Lucas wanted to change that where they wouldn't be seeking revenge. Right, right. Just a re- return of the Jedi. So I understand that. But I think it's pretty cool that I... Probably get a, I mean, don't I mean, sell it. Don't sell it, but... Well, I know what will really happen. Cool. I'll keep everything, and then when I <laughs> pass away, I'll give it to my daughter, and she'll sell everything. Yeah. So <laughs> For five bucks. Because she don't care. No, she... <laughs> it's probably worth... For it to have Revenge yeah. of the Jedi on there, it, it's probably... It boosts up its value probably quite a bit. Yeah. That's intriguing. Yeah, I mean it was it was really cool, especially when they changed the title, and I was like, "What? What happened here?" <laughs> you know, you lied to me. <laughs> yes, that's really cool. And one of the newsletters, um, well, I guess I'll get into that before we talk about a future movie. So okay, we'll, we'll stop there. All right, so we're moving on to number two now, yep. and this is where I have Return of the Jedi. Okay, okay, uh, yeah, the Jabba Jabba stuff was cool to start off. Um, didn't care about the. The opening Ewok Endor stuff, um, you know, I, I felt like that took a little while, but you got to see so much, right? Um, episode five, which spoiler alert, it's my number one, um, left off with one of the greatest cliffhangers ever, right? I think that was that was it was the only. I think it, to me that was the the only Star Wars movie, um, even to date, even with the the sequel movies and all that stuff that left off with a big cliffhanger the you know no i am your father mm-hmm. so people spent three years like is he really and then you start getting the answers right luke is talking to yoda and yoda opens up yep he's your father oh obi-wan opens up he tells him everything because uh this wonderful little backstory to and luke you finally find out luke's name is anakin and it, or excuse me, vader's name was anakin and it was just i thought it was it was just 
It was very well done. I know why they went the Ewok route to sell toys to kids. Right. Although the stormtroopers look like cannon fodder. Oh, the they, they they made them look like crap for losing to those little teddy bears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which but is not, not a good kids. way to go. Right. We have to remember it's for kids. That's true. That's true. That's why, yeah. The older I get, the harder it is to remember because <laughs> it's like, oh, come on. But it's for kids. It is. And, you know, we, you can see Emperor Palpatine, right? This is the first full like appearance of Emperor Palpatine. Mm-hmm. You get to see a whole movie's worth of them. And, you know, it's really, I thought it was really cool when I found out that Ian McDiarmid, who played, I think that's his name, who played... Palpatine throughout the, the the prequel trilogy was actually him in the in Return of the Jedi. Yes, and I mean this is he's a he's probably he's a very very good movie villain here. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the rest of Star Wars lore really helps make him like one of the greatest movie villains of all time, one of the best sci fi villains of all time. Yes, he's a he's they he's, should do a movie about a young Palpatine. I would watch the heck out with of that. his master and how he killed him. You know the tragedy of Darth Pl- Plagueis. Plagueis. Right, that would be a good movie. I agree. I agree. Even like that, I wouldn't hate seeing like his side of things as like the prequel trilogy were kind of unraveling. I know he's probably he's definitely too old for that, but um, just get to like get a visualization of all his Sith mm-hmm. dealings while he's pretending to be while he's pretending to be Sheev, yeah. you know, Sheev Palpatine. They could have the actor that plays Loki play a young Palpatine. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I thought I I did think of that. Yeah, I did. I did think of that. Before. I think he'd be great. I think so too. He has the the I think the, the language, the vocabulary, the the mannerisms to do it. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be he'd be flawless. So yeah, Return of the Jedi, great way to end the end the whole saga. This is I mean, this is kind of why like I knew in the like some of the well, it's called Star Wars Legends now, but Palpatine does return in one of the books, and uh, and actually like Luke has to like become a Sith temporarily to face him. But I, this is why, like, I, I hated episode. Oh, I didn't hate it. Well, I kind of did. But why episode nine and Palpatine coming back bothered me because I was like, oh, you just it kind of it almost diminished the ending of episode six I, in a way. I totally agree. They should never should never came back. Right. Should have been. He was just, dead. Yeah. Leave it. Do the Snoke thing. Just mm-hmm. let it roll. But yeah. Um, but yeah. So that is uh, Return of the Jedi. My number two. Okay. My number two is the original, nineteen seventy seven Star Wars. Um, I remember specifically five years old, my father taking me to see that movie, never seeing anything like that special effects from a sci-fi movie. I never saw anything like that. Right. Um, yeah, it was very was, advanced at that time. Very advanced. I at that was time. blown away. Actually, uh, Stanley Kubrick's 2001 was made in, in like 1968, okay. which I didn't see yet when I was five years old. That's actually amazing if you haven't seen that. Special effects wise for 1968. Okay, sorry, sidetracked there a little bit. No, no problem. But but Star Wars, the original movie was was everything for me. You know, I got my first Star Wars toys, and I mean, I wanted to be a stormtrooper, or something fierce. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what's really disappointing is that when I was a kid, they did not have Star Wars Legos. I had uh... I made my own Star Wars. <laughs> Things from Legos that weren't even Star Wars Legos, right? Yeah, because they the didn't. They, they didn't have the figures back then. They nope, just they, they did just only not. did buildings and, well, no, and they vehicles. Had figures, but oh, they did. Was, they have the little ones. They had that too. Okay, but they had no Star Wars Legos. That's right. right. So I had to build my own X-wing fighter, my own Tie fighter, and it, <sighs> it looked as best as I could. Yeah, I actually built a Han Solo blaster. Did you out of Legos? I mean, it was like red and white and yeah. and, and blue. You're doing what you, but what you had. They didn't yeah. have it. Right. And oh yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Star Wars was the original movie was was amazing for me. So yes, that would be my solid number two. Very cool. Very cool. 
All right. Number one. I think we're uh, I think we have a tie here. Uh of course. Empire Strikes Back. Empire it's Strikes the best Back. one. Yep. And uh from what I've read, it wasn't actually very popular when it first came out, right? There was a little disappointment when uh it came out. It, it kind of became a cult that that's what I from what I've read. Um well I was eight and I thought it was great. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I can't confirm or deny that okay. if that was true or not. I was I, I remember being excited because this is the first time we get to see Luke kind of be a Jedi. Um you know, Luke be it, it it's it, it's still one I, I think it's probably my favorite Darth Vader performance, like in in all of it. He's very he just I don't know why he just he, he sounds different. He, he's behaving a little bit differently than he did in a New Hope. Like in a New Hope, he was kind of Tarkin's lapdog. That's the way he was. Everybody kind right. of viewed him, right? And, and in a sense, he was very evil, but he was Tarkin's lapdog. Now in Episode Five, he's kind of off doing his own thing. And in Episode Six, he's kind of being he's the Emperor's lapdog. So Episode Five to me, I think, is the best Vader um, we've gotten. You know, as far as what he he had a little bit more of a free reign, free leash. Um, to to kind of be his character, but yeah, we get to see the early development of Luke, you know, Hoth, Yoda's first appearance, mm-hmm. and as uh, a puppet, as a puppet, which was better. Yes, <laughs> well done. I think he, I think he won an Oscar for that. I, I would hope so. It was a very I, I, good, I, or he was at least nominated. Yeah, because I mean, it looked, it was a very good puppetry. Like mm-hmm. you can tell in some instances when you look at, at puppetry that, like, uh, you know, but it looked very lifelike. Yeah. Like it was, it was phenomenal. But the, you got to remember when you first, well, you didn't see it when it first came out. Right, I did. There's nothing like it. Yeah, I mean, all it was was pup. There was no CGI. No, so it was, it was really good. It was, yeah, it was good. And then, yeah, the, the lightsaber fight that was the first like. You know, for a lot of uh, listeners, you know, or excuse me, viewers, that was the first, like, extended, lengthy lightsaber battle we ever got. And it was intense. You know, Luke, Vader was just testing Luke, and Luke mm-hmm. was just kind of, uh, he had an answer to everything. And then Vader just got pissed at the end and chopped his hand off. And it's like, hey, I'm your dad. Well, you know, Lucas, <laughs> at that point, you know, he didn't even know if he was going to make another movie. Right. You know, he struggled. He paid for a lot of it himself. When they made uh, Empire Strikes Back, the studio gave him more money, so he was able. His vision was able to be seen more. Yeah. So that's probably why why the fights were better. You know, the Vader's performance was better. Yeah. No, it was. It, it's it's such a cool one that I love to to watch back and um, a lot. Of, yeah, just it, and again that cliffhanger at the end. Yes. Another fact too, uh, when when the first Star Wars movie came out, it was just called Star Wars. Right. When. When uh, Empire Strikes Back came out, it was Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. There was no episodes. Right. It wasn't until after Empire Strikes Back came out when they put Empire Strikes Back on VHS. They reissued Star Wars and they renamed it A New Hope Episode 4. That probably threw off everybody. (laughs) So when you're watching the VHS, you're like, okay, Episode 4... What about one, two, and three? That's right. when you first thought, "What's going on here?" Yeah. Obviously, there's there's meant to be more. And George Lucas actually wrote a treatment for the three movies, and he had a vision for the nine movie. I don't know if he had a vision for the nine movie. He had a vision. It was for at least six, the six right? For sure. And he wrote the treatment for the first three, but he wanted to start. And you can't watch the movies. You got to watch them the way they came out, because it ruins it. You can't watch episode one first. You got you got to watch it like how it came. Actually, out, I did want to I did want to bring this one up too. Um, fresh start. Somebody told me about it's, they call it a, mach- a machete cut. Okay, it's really it's a really cool kind of perspective. You start off with four, then you watch five, then you go back to one, two, three, and then 
finished with six. Oh, okay. And the that reasoning be behind it, it is interesting. The reason behind it is this is the culmination of Anakin's journey and Luke's journey, meeting ahead in episode six. Oh, yeah, that makes so sense. So it, it's a really cool, if you put it in the perspective, like, you got to, you know, it's just, what's the phrasing for it? You got to come into it with, like, an open mind and just kind of be like, okay, well, let's let's view this that way. It's, it, it, you know, it, it, it's it's really cool. Yeah, because after episode five, it's like, oh, it's a flashback, right? Vader revealed that he's Luke's dad, and, oh, wait, here's the build up to how he's Luke's dad and, and stuff like that. It, it, it is a fun way. It is a very fun way to watch him. I, I, I was going to ask you if you had ever watched it that way before. Uh, a couple, no. A couple friends told me about it, and it was, it was pretty neat. I think this is before the, the sequel trilogy, so obviously those aren't included. Not that I wouldn't watch those in any grouping with the original six, but, um, right. but yeah, I thought it was a cool little perspective to kind of uh, – you know, to to get going with it, to, to to view those original ones, but and the actual love story between Solo and Leia was done much better. Oh, a million times better. I a million agree. times better. You know, when he went into the, the the chamber and and she said, "I love you," and he and Harrison Ford ad libbed, "I know, I know." Yeah, that's so Han Solo, right? It's it was so much better. <laughs> they did a you know they did a phenomenal phenomenal yeah. job with that. That was by far the best one. For sure, I, I, if, if I got to find somebody that would argue with me that it's not right. No, I, yeah, I know a lot of there's Return of the Jedi and Empire. A lot of people are pretty split on being their number one, but I think the I think a lot of people like Empire. They prefer mm-hmm. Empire because it was like I mean, again too. The, yeah, they have the cliffhanger, but also that you know, if you just watch the ending of Episode Four, did you really think that there was going to be an Episode Five and Six at the time? The the they blow up the Death Star, Darth Vader flies off into space. Mm-hmm. They could just end the whole. It could just be a one-off film. Episode five, oh, they're they're in trouble. Han Solo's in carbonite. Yeah. All this stuff it happened. Ended knowing you're going to have another movie. Right, right. Which I thought was right. very, very well done. I think that that's what helps that movie so much for me. Mm-hmm. Usually, those like in between movies are like, eh. But Empire, there's just something special about Empire. So real quick, I told you I I was a member of the Star Wars fan club, yes. and they gave you that every quarter, every three months, they gave you a newsletter. Well, fortunately for me. When I joined, um, the actual the newsletter that was issued, I read this later, that was issued before the first issue that I actually got, they interviewed David Prowse, who was the bodybuilder who was in the suit. Yes. Okay? They interviewed him, and in the interview, they actually said that he said that he, he blew it. He, he, he blew, blew the spoiler that, you know, it was his father, that Luke was, or, you know— Vader was yeah. his father. He was very jaded towards the whole experience. Yeah, and I'm glad I never got that issue oh. because I actually got the issue. My first issue was the issue after that. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, That's good. Yeah, it, I, I remember reading about that. But, yeah, he was very bitter because he wanted his voice to be used. And yeah, and if you ever heard his voice? It's not good. It's not a Darth Vader voice. In the Darth Vader helmet, they had him talk and do the dialogue. And yeah. They're like, we're not using that. He had a thick English <laughs> accent. He just didn't sound menacing. No. I mean, James Earl Jones' voice, deep, and, I mean. Captured it perfectly. Perfect. Perfectly. Perfect performance for Darth Vader. But there it is, everybody. Our top ten, well. Kind of did a top ten, it's yeah. pretty much an eleven. Yeah, um, that is the Star Wars movies list, and I want to thank my uncle Jerry for coming on. And oh, uh, did you have fun? Thank you. Oh, I loved it. Okay. I'm, I'm very honored that you had me here. I'm, I was <laughs> first I was family nervous. member on my podcast, so and, first family um, member. So yes, so I thank you for that. You're very welcome, uh, listeners. We got more content for you. We're going to try and get 16 episodes again this season. Go back to that. So lots more uh, fun lists and stuff to. Uh, Lots of fun lists coming up ahead for you. So in closing, I'll leave you with this. Do you even list? 
Come on, get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys, here's the situation. Two minutes left, zero timeouts, down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right, we can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense. 